welcome to the web3 one is to one talk show uh, presented by the daplist today uh, we will be discussing building the future on no code legos uh, with tejas chitnis from that dap factory uh, tejas is ceo and co-founder at cryption network and he is building this interesting product uh, for the web3 space projects to basically evolve and grow and now i hand it over to tejas to introduce himself and then we can start uh, with the talk show yeah for a very quick introduction i got into crypto when i was in about we were in 2017 late 2017 um wasn't really that interested in bitcoin but once i heard about ethereum i got quite interested in that Uh, tried to figure out where I could buy it. It wasn't available anywhere in India, so um, I asked friends in America to kind of buy it off of Coinbase. From there, started trading in India. So basically, one of the first um, OTCs for Ethereum was created by me and my partner. Um, then the RBI kind of came and shut us down, so we had to um, pivot to something else. Created. a website called switch my crypto where you could trade one crypto for another crypto without getting in trouble with the RPI uh but that project more or less failed and i started going towards the development side on the blockchain and um creation of crypto and kind of work with a few projects slowly slowly scaled up to having one two three up to six employees work with polygon and kind of created all of the uh what a few projects for them and uh th- that's when we kind of realized as a team that let's try to build something on our own so that's when we started cryption network the fi- the main goal of cryption network is to make uh web3 as easy as possible to get web2 users onto web3 um at that extent we have three to four products four products i would say one is polydex which is a dex aggregator the second one is uh, dap factory which is uh, the one that we will be going to talk about the no code platform to deploy your own smart contracts we have a prediction market called seer um where you can kind of predict the outcome of real world events stocks cryptos gaming governance um like who will be the next president and also you can use it for insurance and we also have nfts coming out So yeah that's a short intro that's really great that's really great i guess uh, the audience must have uh, got an idea and uh, they would have been uh, started working on their questions they would love to ask you in regards to cryption network dap factory and other products that uh, you are working on so uh, starting uh, with the talk show i would love to move with the very first question that uh, is related to uh, what you are building on and how what you are catering to so we're talking about uh, what challenges do projects experience uh, while entering the web3 space mm-hmm. yeah so i think one of the main challenges is the actual mind shift that you have to do when you kind of come into web3 uh, from web2 uh, there are some pre notions that kind of people come up with um, on how things work and how they should work um and um i think there should be there is a lot of judgment on that side of how how things should work so uh i think those are the kind of problems that are there 
it's um, people come with pre notions of web 2 and kind of try to bring that to web 3 and that generally doesn't work if we talk on the like that's more on the philosophical side but if you kind of talk on the technical side um the the working of the blockchain of the ui and the blockchain the connection between them uh, the ui ux of it uh, getting people to understand how to actually even use your dapp um what it's actually doing uh these are like technical challenges that um i think are much more difficult than kind of economic and um uh what would you say security issues it's it's actual user it's really difficult for actual users to even understand how do we use metamask in the first place right okay okay so so as you talked about a uh, few challenges in terms of technical aspects if you talk about a uh, few challenges in the non technical aspects or few basic challenges that a project face uh, what do you what do you look forward to like in regards to what they are building uh, so so few things you mentioned on the technical side but what would be on the non technical or on the basic or the generic side yeah so the uh, generic side is basically how your tokenomics kind of works out if you have a token um how if you're diluting too much if uh, that kind of supply demand part of it um you have to kind of um generate revenue and you have to kind of um give back to the community as well um it's not in web2 you kind of feel sometimes that is just about uh, you make a product let's say you make a saas product and people are using it and they don't really care about anything because you're just solving their problem but in web3 it's a lot about the community a lot about um the messaging the communication and all of that kind of things that people who are maybe from the web2 side um would focus a lot more on the technical side when these heuristic things uh, do matter much more in my opinion okay okay that's so, great so what you would say uh, like uh, a project that is entering the web3 space should uh, understand a specific kind of challenges before they enter the space and should uh, keep in mind before building something uh, towards the web3 space uh, or they should basically uh, face uh, these challenges while building up or entering the space i mean i think like the best kind of thing is to uh, be fully in with another product so let's say uh, if you want to build a web3 product right um you are going to think about the technical side a little bit of the community but if you go into a fully into a community of a pro De- uh, defi project or a web3 project that you really like you can see firsthand what the things they are doing what things you can identify as um like as a community member you identify with what you like and all of that thing so i think that is kind of some prerequisite you should have you shouldn't be coming in raw into web3 without kind of knowing or being even part of the culture or part of the community before that um so that's that's i think like n- number one kind of thing that you you have to do you have to understand how how the culture is and i think that that matters a lot in web3 um at the moment until we kind of right now we are reaching that critical mass of um like it's not ubiquitous with web2 right like when you're talking about a web3 you're talking about a web3 user um and i think that is there is a differentiation between web3 user and web2 user at this moment yes yes right the audience would love to understand any kind of experience uh, that you had or challenge you had 
you got to know and while building a dap factory or during your journey with corruption you understood that challenge and how you cater to it so any one example or a, a real uh, what do you call real building experience that uh, you would like to share with the uh, listeners here today yeah so i think one of the biggest mistakes that i made in corruption network is um the launch of our token did not coincide with our product um so um we kind of launched our token and it kind of found its place in the market cap what we should have kind of done was we should have launched our product which was polydex with our token and that kind of uh, would have fed into each other and kind of uh, the staple or let's say the market cap um the base market cap that which that it would have hovered at was bit lower so one major thing i would say is um first of all uh, you should kind of launch your product and a token at the same time um if it you don't really need to do that but if it's if it's something that is dilution based or it, it is something that is going to kind of directly affect your token then i think it's it's better to do it that way um the second thing i think uh, that i um I, i kind of learned is that i didn't value the community as much as i should have when i launched i had maybe a little bit of hubris thinking that the technicals and the economics and all of these things would work out its uh, itself like um the free markets would take care of everything where uh, the community wouldn't matter because the economic incentives itself would be more than enough so for example a uh, high apr in farming um i would definitely get the tvl because people would want to come and um take this high apr in farms or in staking but um it's that's not always the case so i think these two would be my biggest mistakes that i have done okay okay i guess uh, audience will be or the listeners will be getting a good idea on if few abidlers uh, are here today i guess you would have understand uh, what challenges you should take care of or what steps you should take before building or entering the web3 space Correct. so with like this, if you're uh, a project owner, yeah. like just one thing if you're a project owner um i i wouldn't put and like if you're a project owner and a developer right you tend to value development above other things and i think i just one kind of main thing is you shouldn't fall into that trap okay okay i guess this is a good tip, uh, tip or a trick or you can say a kind of uh, what do you advice call, uh, advice to all the biddlers or the web3 developers uh, listening to tejas here today so uh, moving to our uh, next question with this uh, i guess this could be something on the technical part that how no code lego catering to these challenges got it so i think one thing to kind of understand about just no code in general and um and be it across any domain is no code is not a necessary or it's not solving a problem inherently so if we take an example of um let's say a website builder this doesn't mean that that website could not have been built without a website builder right so i think that's one main thing to understand it's not directly solving a problem but it is solving something so uh when you we look at no code we don't look at what it's directly solving we're seeing um where why is this made right so let's say for example website builder a good a good way to kind of look at it is let's say i'm a marketing person who doesn't know how any tech or anything but i can very quickly create an e-commerce website 
without having to code and i can use my expertise which is marketing to get sales on the product or if my mark uh, specialty is let's say manufacturing then i can make a great product and sell that on e-commerce right so this kind of reduces reduces the friction on things that have to be done but let's say you can kind of not outsource it do it yourself but you don't have to you don't have to even outsource it right you can just do it yourself save a lot of money and save a lot of time and these are the two kind of things that were that no code generally solves so now if we take an example of um a project right so uh, if we if we just talk about let's say a few examples of what we have built so you can create an erc20 token using the ui you can um, create an ido and you have vesting and you have staking so let's let's just take these four for example now you can create a erc token within 2 minutes you just have to write the number and your name and the symbol and just deploy it so you have that then you have um, an ido where you can raise funds you can lock up your team tokens and your vc token so you have that also done um within 5 minutes you can and you have staking as well so now which would like people would stake your token and uh, to get the apr people would buy your token as well so you have uh, your project off the ground at this point and this you can do within 30 minutes right as long as you know what you want what everything should be uh, so you now what what are you saving or what are you gaining by do, using this you don't have to hire a developer or even if you do hire a developer you can kind of make him work on what your core product is instead of wasting time here because time in crypto is very valuable if you're even a month late then you're too late if someone else might have done it so you're saving time you're saving money because you don't uh, you don't have to pay the developer to create all of these things since our token is audited uh, sorry our contracts are audited you're saving thousands of dollars of not auditing these contracts auditing all of these contracts will like cost you above $10,000 for sure especially if you're using um like the the certec or the ones that we have used to audit our contracts so you that is kind of the main thing like this isn't something you should focus on you need to focus on what you're actually building and we can kind of help you kind of do this very quickly and very cheaply that's awesome like moving towards the next question i would love to understand that uh, no code legos is like uh, like how if i say how would you bifurcate the kind of projects all are technical like uh, people building them are from the technical space and also from non technical space like what is the ratio it's 50 50 or 100% technical non technical how how much what all projects you have yeah so right now we're majority technical um it is basically just a time first um like project founders who are play to earn uh, systems we have a prediction market kind of using ours to lock to use staking right uh, using our staking pools net dot finance is using us to kind of vest their tokens to investors but what i see is they do this because it's just a time versus um and cost versus um opportunity cost right that is that is the like core part of it so it's it's not really about technical versus not technical we are kind of more technical based but actually i i see that kind of beginning to change especially when we are going to be having our uh, no code legos for nfts when 
because nft projects aren't that technical like if we talk about the pfp ones or if we talk about the community building ones right so for them uh, for those kind of projects the community building part is the core uh, competency that they have and what they want to kind of do and uh, crypto is kind of how they enable that so for these kind of projects i i expect in the future especially for nfts uh, that this uh, weightage of let's say if it's 90% um technical and 10% non technical to kind of move slowly slowly towards the non technical part and as the crypto adoption grows i think it will even grow more faster that side okay okay that's good that's good so with this uh, i guess uh, we move to the next question uh, that i have uh, which is basically uh, without prior coding knowledge how can one uh, use these no code legos which is basically ido staking vesting and farming so would you like to uh, like uh, the projects that are currently uh, with the dap factory with dap factory uh, how many are uh, like would you give love to give a bifurcation on how many are in ido staking vesting and farming or like an idea on which which project is working on basically which stage and moving forward so um, we have actually just launched two days ago uh so the ones that we have are actually all in the post ido phase um right now we aren't really that focused in working with um with people who are launching it's it's difficult to kind of find people who want to launch in this market so we're mainly focused on the post ido phase so we have easy fi we have net finance we have poly sports um we have we're using our own um what do you call it uh, our own staking pool and our own farming pool is used there we're actually working with um quickswap and hopefully different other exchanges that kind of can use our farming system so that is basically what this means is um quickswap has farms which are giving out quick tokens um but quickswap doesn't kind of want to do this let's say because it is diluting their supply so we are talking to quick where they can kind of integrate dap factory so anyone can come in and create a farm and quick would get that farming liquidity but at the same time they don't have to dilute any of their tokens so it's kind of like farming as a surface service on quickswap um so that is kind of, that is kind of what we're uh, planning to kind of do going ahead with the farming side that's awesome i guess so it's basically complete plan and how you're going to push it out yeah so our main kind of plan here is we have an sdk so all of these contracts that we have can be called just through our sdk uh, you just put the parameters and you can kind of do it um so you don't really have to come in here and kind of uh, use this no code platform as is you can actually come in use our sdk and just Uh, recreate the ui however you see fit so that's why using our sdk um dexes can create their own farms through our sdk uh, you can create launch pads uh, through our sdk um, right you just use the sdk and you can just uh, allow only allow the ideas that you want and you can add arbitrary logic on top of it as well so we're going to have hackathons and kind of see how people can kind of um build stuff on top of that factory we've built the base layer and anyone who wants to kind of create anything on top of this would be able to we do have a few ideas and um hopefully when the hackathons 
kind of we start um, adding bounties for hackathons we'll be seeing more things built on top of it using our sdk cool that's awesome i guess perfect perfect so With this i guess uh, let's move to the next question uh, and understand more about uh, what growth or success can projects experience using uh, these no code legos yeah so the growth that you can kind of see is really based again on on the time to market that you can have if there's something trending or you just see a spark of of let's say this is going to be the next big thing in crypto you really don't have any time to waste to kind of do this um i'll let I'll, i can give an example of let's say uh so right now let's say nft in nfts there's a goblin kind of thing in, instead of an ape nft you can see goblin nfts right um so that is the new thing if you have kind of just seen it kind of just start out and you see that it's going to be big you can go to a no code uh, place just mint nfts um quickly kind of hire an artist um not worry about the tech thing and just push that out and you can kind of go along with this hype as well right and this is you can see this hype is um artificial or something but this happens in defi like there was defi summer then there's cross chain stuff there's a lot of things that are kind of come into trend in crypto right so you to if you are making a timely product which is generally how how products kind of work in crypto um unless you're extremely long term or you're very very short term and topical um i think it's very useful in those situations so you can kind of um grow exponentially just as long as you don't waste time kind of coding things that have already been coded up mm-hmm. um so i guess i have a how scalable is your platform so you know i i build my no code tools and i get on there how how much can you handle and do i have to be worried about worry about scalability issues do i have to be concerned or all of that or is that something you've thought about and like how are you solving that problem yeah so generally uh, in the end the only thing kind of uh, with a scalable part kind of depends on the blockchain and that kind of stuff so if let's say you're using our sdk right or you're using um not our sdk but you're just deploying using uh, the ui that we have um our dependencies are basically the graph uh, and um the blockchain's inherent scalability and the rpc so we have uh, the graph protocol working and we have uh we're ba- using uh, covalent to kind of back that up so then if it ever goes down we always have covalent and at the last layer we have kind of web3 just reading off the blockchain directly for essential data the second one is uh, the blockchain itself so on ethereum and if everyone's deploying um it it like it it's just the gas fees can be high and it's just the native it's just how the blockchain is but we are deploying on almost all evm chains so if you go to polygon it's much much cheaper to do it that way um we have we're using a clone factory kind of implementation where we're just um just changing kind of the state since the code is the same um and so deployment the gas fees are very very low um as low as we could kind of get it by just reusing the code that is already deployed and by just changing the state of it so that is these are like the few things that we're doing um if we talk about the rpc 
uh, in the SDK, we have a, a parameter where you can pass your own RPC. So in, if the public one is getting kind of bombarded or something, you can put in your own paid RPC and you can kind of um, reduce that latency or that, uh, what would you call it? Um, that, like the, the, build, the hits that you're getting on the public RPC, right? The timeouts, you would, you can just use a, um, a private one. So these are a few things that we've done to be scalable. Uh, so this is a scalability in terms of deployment, right? Yes. In terms of, yeah, so, so my next question will be scalability in terms of consumption. So users hitting my, my I'm assuming um, the thing is being built by node code is being hosted on like, there's a, you host them, is that correct? And then I link my URL to it. Uh, so you, it is by default made on, like, let's say you have an IDO, right? Um, there's a page, uh, each, each idea will have its own kind of card and you can click on that card and you will see it on that factory. Um, mm. but the code is, is basically the same. Only the data points are being changed. So that shouldn't be a problem, but again, uh, you, you can just, you. you can just, yeah, you can just use the, uh, you can just fork, uh, you can just use the SDK and code up your own UI if you wanted something else. Um, yeah. As for uh, scalability of the product itself, we're always working on new Legos that we can add, like NFT, NFT farming, NFT fractionalization. We want to kind of look at uh, bonds as a service, like how Olympus DAO has done, and kind of whatever is um, coming up in DeFi and these kind of things, we will always be kind of building on top of that to kind of stay in touch yeah. and not kind of get... Uh, left out from the market but the ones that yeah. we have right now are the ones that we really think are the the base layer and the things you really need to have to kind of start a project like there's no way to start a crypto project without using any of these you need to form liquidity you need to mint a token and you generally need to do an idea yeah yeah makes sense makes sense that's cool thanks that's great i guess so like whosoever uh in the listeners today is planning to look forward for any kind of collaboration or gonna work uh, with no code legos i guess they have a better idea on uh, the success or the growth part uh, they're gonna experience with this integration or using uh, this uh, no code uh, legos technology uh, with this we move to a very interesting question then how much importance will these no code legos hold in the future yeah so uh just before that i would also like to mention that if anyone wants to just give it a try not use real money we are on testnet like you can use it on mumbai uh, testnet and just check out check it out just uh, use it for fun if you want um yeah so the importance of the uh, these legos in the future right i think it will be more and more important as the gap between web 2 and web 3 kind of reduces um just even like when you talk about web 2 right there were a lot of people who were create uh, had to code up websites but then as soon as like uh, you kind of get a bit further in in time and in technology you see that people want to um kind of code themselves uh, even if, if they're not just coding the thing they have something else to offer and this is just a way to kind of get to whatever they want to actually offer. And when Web3 becomes much more 
mainstream and um, it's not just crypto within like the crypto users itself using crypto and it's more other people and the use cases have increased kind of hopefully exponentially i think at that point it will just keep growing and keep growing um the legos uh, that are there will just it will just be ubiquitous i don't think like we will be the only kind of no code platform i think no code in crypto or in any kind of there's crypto there's no code in ai as well right um and all of the, all of these things i think that is going to be the future of any technology once it's matured enough okay and and how would you uh, comment like uh, you have been working uh, so we talked about future uh, but what about uh, the present and the past so you have been working on uh, this no code uh, legos during the time uh, time of ideation or innovation so how much it has evolved now so you might have planned something or you might be building these no code legos so when you started it it would be a different journey or it would be a different experience and currently to have completely deployed it or launched it uh, how much change what all changes you have basically experienced or what you would love to uh, comment about uh, yeah so i think the kind of surprising thing here is uh, the amount of change that has not happened how true to kind of what we had thought about it um, would be it still is um the only thing that kind of is, we've changed is kind of making an sdk creating a referral system just improvements i would say but the core part of it is the same and we have kind of thought about this when we started um started a encryption network to create a dap factory and the reason kind of um being is we were working in services right we have been we've developed forms and staking and ideos and tokens and all of these things multiple times again and again and that is where we kind of saw that we're getting hired to kind of create these things we were getting paid to create these things and um there is a big need for this like people are going to development agencies which we were to kind of create this um even when you can so we thought that the best thing is to kind of create this we already had this code right because we were in um we just added a factory contract on top of it and i think um even development companies can kind of use this to kind of save their time and uh, save their money to just if they want to create any of these they can just do it here and they can kind of develop the things that have to be developed and just save their resources as well so if if we were still in services and uh, we had this product we would kind of definitely be using this for more or less every client okay okay i guess that's that's something uh, you gave uh, an whole idea about uh, the past and then the future so i guess uh, with this uh, let's move to the last question uh, of today's talk show and uh, then we can open up the questions for the community how does the referral system work for dap factory yeah so the referral system is uh something to kind of just make dap factory more sticky uh so then people kind of um use it more and um it's it's more of a marketing kind of thing the way it works is if anyone refers anyone um dap factory you would get 5% of the revenue so let's say you refer an i uh, someone to de- uh, deploy an ideo project right you would get 5% of this uh, revenue which is 5% of 
$3,500, which is the uh, price per deployment. Um, if, if you hold, let's say, our CNT token, which is, if you hold 50,000 CNT token, uh, you will get 15% of it. And if you hold our NFT, you will get 20%. So let's say if you hold a, our NFT and you refer someone and you have your NFT in your wallet, then uh, you would basically earn $700 on that deployment. So that is kind of um, how the referral system works. You just enter your, uh, your like will be, you can enter your, the person you have referred can enter your address. And right when they deploy in a kind of decentralized way, the referral fee would be uh, diverted to your um, address directly. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. I guess uh, listeners would have got to know uh, how they can basically collaborate or they can basically join uh, the DAP factory and how this referral system is going to help them gain yeah, some on benefits. Our, yeah, on our website, there's a refer to earn kind of button. It's a form. Like the only, uh, the easiest way is you just create a telegram group, add that link in our form, which is the refer to earn kind of button on our dappfactory.xyz. And if if that uh, if that project converts, then you would basically uh, get twenty percent. That's pretty cool. Uh, anybody uh, like it has this referral system has recently started, or it's live, or it uh, it has been uh, passed, or few people have been uh, part of this. So right now we're doing it manually. So if you kind of create a group and they uh, they get converted, you would get twenty percent. Um, irrelevant if you have the NFT or you don't. Um, once our NFT kind of launches by the end of this month, it would be decentralized. Uh, you would, uh, if you want to refer someone, you can kind of share that link and they click on that link, then it would happen automatically. Uh, but right now, uh, that feature is still rolling out um, and we do it manually. So then uh, you have to kind of fill out the form at the moment. Perfect, perfect. I guess uh, we can share this uh, in our Discord server or uh, we can share the link of if somebody is interested, they can surely go and check uh, check it out or if they want to contribute or want to be a part of this referral system, they can surely join it. Yeah, for sure, uh, for sure. I would request Tejas uh, two last words from your side and would love to understand anything that you would like to share on behalf of that factory that is not... Uh, uh, like it's upcoming or something that the team is working on or you yourself have an idea uh, that is going to soon be live uh, from the DAF factory that you would love to share uh, with the listeners here out today? Yeah, so the main thing which we've kind of already developed but isn't audited, so that's why it's not live, is our NFT kind of suite. And that has NFT minting, so you can create a 5K project, a 10K project, just upload the link and um, kind of have all of these uh, if you as long as you have the images you can kind of create a, your own nft product um this will have the second one with this nft suit is the nft launchpad so you can give uh, you can let people kind of mint their own if they want giveaways or you can kind of um let people pay right uh, as as if they're on the whitelist so you can kind of do it that way and the third one in the nft one is um NFT farming. So if in, uh, our NFT farming is a bit different. Generally, it's kind of like you have an NFT, you stake it in a smart contract, and then slowly, slowly you accrue rewards. Um, but ours is different. You don't have to physically uh, stake your NFT. 
because if you kind of give your nft to the staking contract you lose the rights of uh, for example um kind of discord groups and telegram groups right you lose that so over here it just stays with you the nft you just kind of um have to mention that you you just have to prove you have the nft to kind of get those rewards so that is a different uh, different take on nft farming where you don't lose ownership of it but once this nft kind of suit um rolls out we're hoping that a lot of we get a lot of nft projects who want to kind of add more value to the nft using this nft farming mm, that's actually pretty brilliant especially the 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 ability that you don't lose ownership of your token you know because mm-hmm. they grant access to these um these discord servers and stuff so yeah, it's pretty good to still have your instead of having to buy another one it's pretty good exactly. to still have your nft represented in your wallet you still have access to these groups and you can still like stake them that's 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 pretty cool i suppose my, my i'm curious um like what's the how much does this cost so say i have you know an nft project i want to make and all of that cool stuff you know what should i be worried about when i'm working with like um your tool yeah so uh minting of nfts will probably cost one thousand dollars um the nft launchpad would cost around three thousand to three thousand five hundred dollars and uh farming would cost about one thousand five hundred dollars but um yeah and i mean if if you are uh getting if someone is referring you then i mean uh that money would go to the refer 20 percent. so i would say it, it would cost maybe five thousand dollars max six thousand mm-hmm. for the entire thing yeah okay can i pick and choose do i have to you know buy or pay for all of these services one time can i opt into various service much later so say at first i just want to run the mint um yeah, so i just you, need people to mint okay yeah, go on. yeah yeah you can just uh, choose pick and choose whichever you want and um if we can we believe in the project and we think kind of you need help because you can't afford it right now or something we can always defer those fees till uh, the end of the launch right like until your um uh what do you call it? your i and all let's say the initial nft offering is done we can kind of pay for you beforehand and you can kind of um take a loan as you can say and just pay us once you're done raising your funds so that way you don't have to kind of worry too much about it i uh, gotcha yeah that's cool that's cool at least it doesn't mean i i, I can't participate um yeah yeah Yeah, we don't want it to be the thing that's kind of stopping you to Mm -hmm. uh, kind of create your project Mm -hmm. exactly 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 i mean that's the whole point of like legos right you know you build on top of things so yeah perfect perfect Uh, thank you stages for sharing all your insights on uh interesting uh topic building the future on no code legos Uh,